Peace, everybody. This is your host, Akeem L. from the Hindsight Radio, the information station, changing the nation. Um, every Tuesday, I do a show on blogtalkradio.com forward slash hindsight 2020. Tune in at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I just want to do a um, this video on your mind. Your thought processes, how you're perceiving things. Right now, the country is experiencing um, difficulties. Uh, accepting the things that are going on, people's minds are plagued with fear, anxiety, especially since they haven't picked um, a president yet. You know, uh, so people. Some people want Biden, some people want Trump, you know, like as if that's going to fix their problems or make their life easier. Uh, in my opinion, no matter who gets in there, they don't make your life easier. They make it harder because they come up with all kinds of wild ideas that um, sometimes you think, oh, how do they even come up with these crazy ideas? But for some reason, people believe that the... Um, these people are going to fix their problems. And that's why I want to talk about the mind. That's really a perception that someone else can help you. That you could put somebody in this White House and he's going to be the leader and he's going to lead you in a, into a direction that can help benefit you. You know, people will say things like, oh, I, I picked the guy that aligned with my interest. And I think that's just, in, you know, just something people like to say just to sound good. Because if you really think about it, how do these people have their interests? Most of the people that voting for these people don't even have the type of money that these people have. So his interest is not going to be your interest. And that's for sure. Um, But... You have to take charge of your own thinking. Take charge of your own life. Stop looking for things outside of you. God is within you. It's in you. That's where all of the answers are. In you. There's nothing outside of you that's going to fix anything for you. Nothing. I, I know I do a lot of talking and saying the same thing while I'm being repetition because I have to get you to understand that none of these things is going on they're just happening and and then you know things might get what you perceive as worse but it doesn't have to get worse in your household because i don't um i latch on to these ideals i know that the real source and power is in um in me you know you know, some of you uh, don't believe that you are the power and the source of everything that's happening. It's something that's happening outside of you. And actually, it's not. Um, in John chapter 10, verses 34, it said, Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? I have said, you are gods. He said it was in the law that you are gods. It's written in their law. So where's this law? They hid this. You couldn't even 
So if it's written in their law that you are gods, come on. It's there. But, you know, no preacher is going to read that to you. He's not going to say that. And it's, it's also written in another scripture about you being gods. It says, I've said you are gods. You are all sons of the Most High. This is Psalms 82.6. Oh, he was just talking about. Who was he talking about? He's talking about you. So when you start looking for somebody or something to be the power in your life, then you are putting another God in front of you. You are worshiping or looking up to a false God. The only true God is you. You have been given full power and direction over your life. Last time I said this in a video and people, you know, the Bible thumpers threw all of this stuff at me. I don't even go back and forth with them. Know what I do? Delete. So if you're going to listen to this video, you're going to put your opinions about who God is and you want to argue, you're going to get deleted. So I don't go back and forth arguing point of views about the Bible. It's fruitless. I just read the Bible verbatim. I gave you the scriptures and I didn't read it all. Right? I can go back and read John chapter 80. John, we're not. Let's go read that whole why Jesus even replied that way. Let's go. Let's get it pulled up. Shut it all down. See. All right. Let's see. Get an easier way to do this. Chapter 10. John 10. All right. It had started off in 34, but it started off from the beginning. It said, and it starts with further conflict over Jesus' claims, right? We all know that that's not the real name. That's Yahshua, right? Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you did not believe. You know, this is one of those things, cognitive dissonance, where you could tell somebody plainly and they still don't believe. This is one of those situations. The works I do in my father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. So what Christ is saying is if you follow and raise your level of thinking, you'll have eternal life. Right? If you follow his example and the things that he was doing and teaching, because really the Christ was teaching a mindset. Not to rely on things outside of you. Rely on yourself Look within, within the God within, and then all your desires will be fulfilled, right? My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father are one. Then he said, I and the father are one. The consciousness of the father and the son are one. Again, his Jewish opponents 
picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. But which of these do you stone me? And he said, we are not stoning you for any good work. They replied, but for blasphemy, because you are mere men. You, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them. This is where I read before. Is it not written in your law? I have said you are God's. Now, he said it's written in their law, right? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I said, I am God's son. So he's saying, you're going to accuse me of blasphemy because I'm saying I'm son, but your own law says you are God's. So what about that? Why are you not calling that blasphemy, right? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in the father. So he's telling him he's one, right? Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. See, they didn't want to hear that. He's saying he's the son, but they own law said they, they are God's. Right? So, wait a minute. And then he said the scriptures cannot be set aside, saying that you can't undo that. Another uh, translation would say cannot be annulled, meaning can't be undone. So, why is it so hard for people to believe that they are a true manifestation and expression of God or in fact God why is that an issue what most people like to hear or or, or will believe more than anything oh I'm, I'm less than God I'm a filthy rag I'm this and that I'm a sinner see these are the ideas misguided ideas promoted by the theologians over the centuries to get you to believe that you're less than who you and see, and that's the true sin when you're thinking less than what you were created to be. You will never, ever achieve your highest, um, your highest form of existence until you open up to the idea you are the highest form of existence. You are one of the highest form of existence. That's not uh, blasphemy. That's not being arrogant. It's a fact. You cannot achieve true prosperity, peace in your life until you think better of yourself. And this is why people fall into the trap of looking for these so-called leaders, world leaders to fix problems. And then want to criticize them when they don't fix the problem. You know, you got people who don't like Trump and they have everything to say about this man. And they don't like Biden. They have everything. They just have all these opinions. And, you know, when I look at these these people who are having these opinions about these guys, a lot of them are in very bad positions when it comes to financial, bad relations, been in and out of bad relationships. So those are people, instead of looking to themselves for answers or looking for other people to 
give them answers and then finding other people to blame on their problem. See, they don't want to take response, responsibility for where they are in their life. Not achieving what they were sent here to. Everybody was sent here and got a purpose. Everyone has a purpose, a true purpose that will fulfill them and make them happy or peaceful or prosperous. They have a purpose. And, and the reason why a lot of people are not getting these feelings of happiness and prosperity is because they're not operating in their true power. Once you find that place you're supposed to be in, no one can take that away from you. You'll know. It won't be a guess. You will know. So what you must do is start to do some meditations. Go within. Put down a book sometimes. Sometimes it takes putting down it and just really thinking and being honest with yourself and looking for the truth of, of what you want or who you are. Even those things that people are calling faults, you have to embrace it. Everything about you, you have to become the love. You can't love anything or care about anything. You can't have peace with anything unless you have all of those things that I mentioned within you. You can't give peace, give love, give prosperity until you have accomplished them for yourself. And there's a lot of people out there teaching and preaching these things, and none of them come close to anything that they say they're teaching. You're supposed to go into your secret place. Oh, that's also in the Bible as well. It says right here, you know, you go into these churches, <laughs> you got people praying for hours or whatever, and they're doing all these loud prayers, showing off, putting on these shows about prayer, and then bragging about it after, yeah, man, we had this great prayer, and I was in it, I was in the spirit, I was this, that, and the other, and they're doing that all in the public, right? But it says in Matthew 6, 6, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen, then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. What? You're not going to get a reward from those public prayers. Only reward you're going to get is the people who are looking on, oh, and giving you that accolades that you, or compliment that you did a good prayer. That's it, as far as it goes. But if you want a true reward, you got to go into the secret place. Where your father who is unseen. Who is this father? This is a metaphysical definition or a word when it says father. It's go into the meditation, the higher consciousness of your mind, the father, the subconscious, the father of all manifestations. That unseen. The one that's giving you back the programming you're putting in put in it's giving you the manifestation of what you're programming the mind to that's the father go in and you have to um i'm trying to see if i could look this um i gotta get my metaphysical bible which is not here 
and I, I will be able to read you the definition of the father. But it's a metaphysical um, definition. It's not a physical father. That's why it says it's unseen. See, we all we have every aspect of our existence with us, it, within us. Every every man, every woman has a masculine, feminine child. Those three aspects within ourselves. So you have to go in and remove yourself from all of the negativity around you. Go into a secret place. And the secret place doesn't have to exactly be a a physical room. It could just be you going into the higher thoughts of your mind, higher consciousness of your mind. You could be standing in the crowded room and remove yourself mentally, spiritually from that atmosphere. And you're going to have to learn how to do that because it's so much going on out there negative with the negative that you have to mentally uh, disassociate yourself from your surroundings. Because not every time you can go off. But I do suggest that you do go to a physical room, make a physical space, a physical uh, uh, haven, safe haven for yourself in your home. Where you go and you pray to the Father. And you ask as if you already received. Not ask for some future tense thing. Because the future never arrives. You're always living in this moment, this this now. Everything's happening at once right now. So you have to. Like I said in my last video, you have to, like, if you want peace, you say, I'm happy, grateful that I have peace in my life, as if you already have it. That's how you do it. If you look, watch any of those little genie movies or, like, Aladdin, whenever they ask for something, he said, done. Your wish is my command. It's done now. You know? That's how it is. You want good relationships, you have to be grateful that you already have the relationship, even if it's not physically there. Everything originates in the thoughts of your mind, the spiritual realm. That's where the real spiritual realm is. That's where real heaven is. Heaven and hell exist in the mind. Now, you have to choose which one you want. You want a hellish thoughts or you want heaven thoughts. You create heaven and hell in your life. Not a politician. Not your wife, not your husband, not your children. You create it by your perceptions and your reactions to them. And that's tough because I'm still working on that. Because sometimes people say things and I react in these in a negative way sometimes. But you have to realize when you do that and pull yourself back. Because you can go into a hellish thoughts, but you could also go into heaven thoughts just as fast, just by thinking a new thought. Um And that's one, that's where it says renewing the mind consistently. It says, uh, let's see, let's see, let's find that scripture. Um, Everybody's got their opinion on it. I want the scripture. I don't want to see. Their opinion. 
Here it is. Romans 12. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. What is the forming to the pattern of this world? The pattern of this world is negative mindsets. Always right now, just following, going along with these elections, the pattern of this world to have the opinion about it. If you're a true spiritual being looking for higher consciousness, you would not be conforming to those thoughts and care whether there's a who's in the White House, who's elected senator, who's the governor. You wouldn't care about those things. Or you would care only about one thing and pay attention to one thing is the thoughts that are roaming around in your mind because those are the things that is giving you what you want. All right. Or what you don't want, because sometimes you have these negative thoughts and then they're appearing and you're like, what, where did that come from? Because you had a negative thought. Here it is. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What does that mean? Be transformed by the renewing. But when those negative thoughts, you have to transform them into positive thoughts. Right. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. What God's will, your the pleasing and perfect will of you as being God, thinking positive all the time or try to be positive all the time. And when negative thoughts get in, you have to what? Transform them and renew your mind. That's a daily task. <laughs> Hourly, minute, second by second, because you could switch to a negative thought quickly especially if you pull up facebook and you see negative images it's going to switch your thought patterns so you always got to continue to renew the mind so remember nothing is happening nothing that is happening outside of you is really affecting you it's your what's happening inside of you that's affecting you when you see those things that are outside of you your perception your reactions to those things things are always going to happen outside storms are always going to pop up people are going to always say things you don't like or do things you don't like money is always going to give you the illusion like you don't have enough even the people with millions and billions they 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 feel like they don't have enough that's why they're always trying to get more so when you're striving after that, all of that money, if that's a never-ending cycle of chasing it. See, that's why I don't chase money. Money just comes to me. I say things that money loves me. Money just finds me. Wants to, 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 to be associated with me. See, there's a different way of getting wealth. First, you have to have the wealth in your mind in a positive way not negative and then that's how all your needs are met you know that's what it talks about do not worry about what you will eat because it will be provided for you you know we're the only like <laughs> the crazy thing about us is as uh, as man and woman we're the only people that worry about how much money we need to buy food and stuff. And the, 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 and we're supposed to be the highest form of existence out there. And the, the animals don't do that. Nothing on this planet other than us 
which we're supposed to be highly intelligent, struggle over eating and having enough. They don't worry. They go and get what they need for the day and they're done. They don't have refrigerators. <laughs> they don't have cars. Why? Because they live within their means. They live within their created self. Now, yes, we we are a being that is seeking for higher consciousness and things. But I think what happened when we fell from our true um, existence, higher existence, we looked at everything physical and we started creating all these things and saying, this is what you need. This is what you have to have. But when you go into the higher consciousness, you realize a lot of those things you're saying you need and have to have, you really don't have to have now yeah don't get me wrong i like a nice house in this physical world i want a nice house i want a nice vehicle i want to travel and see things in a physical way and and experience those pleasures but i also got to remember to keep my higher consciousness intact in a positive way so that i can enjoy all of those things physically in a proper way you know so what if things collapse and you don't have those things? You know, that's, you know, that's very possible looking at what we're dealing with today, you know, how things are. You know, UK just went back on another four-week lockdown. Australia's been on lockdown. They haven't come out of it. They can't even travel from state to state. Who do you think is next? Who do you think is next? And everybody think it hinges on the next president. Who's going to be president? What's going to happen? You know, but I'm not going to sit around worrying and be stressed out about that. I'm going to continue to live my life and be happy. Choose happiness, choose peace, choose prosperity, choose to be around positive people with positive mindsets. And anything negative that comes my way, I remove it or remove myself from it. That's your only job right there is to keep your consciousness positive and healthy thinking wealthy healthy things all right so i hope that helps um you readjust your thinking and get out of this anxiety that people are experiencing today peace